listeners, welcome to episode five for season two of Surf Coast Creatives podcast. Uh, very excited to be halfway through the season already. So I'm joined with my co-host today, Ben Hucker. Welcome, Ben. Hey, Jess. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Very excited for today's guest. We're going to welcome Emma Barr from Yogi Peace Club. Welcome, Emma. Oh, thank you. Thanks for being here. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks for coming in for a chat today, Emma. Really appreciate your time. Speaking just briefly before the podcast, we've got a big launch today. Yes, we have. It's our Yogi Glow collection. Yogi Glow? Yeah. So it's actually a new apparel collection. We're, we focus on yoga mats, but this is a bit of a different twist. Some beautiful new leggings and yoga bras and shorts. Oh, very nice. Mm. We'll get into exactly what you do in a moment, but um, just for our listeners out there that might not be familiar with exactly what you do, do you want to give us a quick rundown? Obviously, your your social media following and all the rest is massive, so really, really keen to chat today and really appreciate your time as well. Yeah, no worries. Happy to be here. Um, well, Yogi Peace Club has been operating for six years, and in that time, um, I've yeah kept it like... My vision has always been to make products that make people feel happy. So that's where it's, it's started and that's where I still am. So the, the brand itself um, continues that mantra. We have, I suppose, a slow growth um, style. We don't want to be huge. We could have done lots of things. We actually are just keeping things under wraps yeah. um, and just slowly ticking and growing. But we've noticed during the pandemic that people have turned to yoga. So we've seen a huge growth. Um, I think there's a definite sort of movement towards wellness. So Yogi Peace Club is kind of one of those brands that's been very successful during this time, um, which I am so happy to be able to fulfil a role in the community that is bringing people back to some awareness about yoga, mindfulness, um, and realising that a yoga mat can be critical to, um, you know, finding some calm during a really uncalm, unnerving time. Yeah. yeah, it's a cool concept and it's obviously a for-profit company. Yes. So it's Yogi Peace Club kind of suggests there might be a community group, but so it's a for-profit. Um, can you take us right back to the start and yeah, sure. maybe tell us about how it all began? started in 2016. Um, just really basic. I loved yoga, so that's where it all started. Um, I'm a yoga teacher. I actually teach at Yoke Studios, which is in oh, Torquay. Cool. Um, at the moment, no one's teaching. but um, So it came from a love of yoga. Um, we started with incense, progressed to some apparel, and then I realised that there wasn't anything in yoga mats that had beautiful designs. So that took time to find suppliers that could do something. I'd tested lots of different things, but the mats are definitely the key to the business. Mm-hmm. They look so different to anything else that's out there. Um, they're made from a recycled plastic bottle and they're also using natural rubber. So they don't contain any PVC plastics or anything like that. So we've also got sort of an eco um, philosophy behind the brand. But yeah, stemming from that in 2016, slowly over time, the, ba- the brand has certainly built a very strong following, um, a huge repeat customer yeah. base. Um, people know that when they get their products, exactly how it's going to come. It's premium. Yeah. Um, we donate to uh, a charity for uh, called Carbon Neutral, where we yeah. offset um, through um, planting native Australian trees. So the ethos of the brand and where it's come from since 2016 is purely being based on a love of yoga. 
um, a love of product yeah. and um, yeah, making sure that we're giving back as well. Yeah, it's very cool. And what were you doing prior to 2016? Did you have a background in retail? Or? Yes. Yep. Yep. So I did a Bachelor of Commerce in Major in Marketing Management. I worked at Roxy. I was the brand manager for Roxy Australasia. Um, that was a long time ago. <laughs> I can't remember what year it was. And then, yeah, worked for Reef for about 10 years. So definitely product marketing background, yep. um, design, marketing, sales. Yeah, so, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's your husband's. Yes. Uh, licensee, distributor, yes. Reef is now. So. Reef, yeah, also. Um, yeah, so uh, I suppose with designing products, you know, anyone can sort of come up with a concept, but having a brand, it's so much work and it's yeah. not easy. Yeah. Like it requires a love of what you're doing, 100%. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like a lot of hard work. It looks really easy from the outside, but yeah. it's, there's, it's multi-layered yeah. And um, yeah, it takes a long time to get here, but I feel as though the brand is certainly starting to spread its wings and we're yeah. really starting to see a change and yeah. shift in sales. That's fantastic. After only, what, four years? Six years. Six years. Yeah. So, oh, 2014. Yeah. Oh, sorry, 2014. Yeah. So yeah. six years. Yeah. And yeah, so how long do you think it's taken you to get traction? What were the, what okay. were the first couple of years like? Um, a lot of interest at the start so I think this happens to a lot of new brands you get this like whoa this is new mm-hmm. everyone wants to know about you because you've got something a bit different um, and then you go through a mid a middle cycle I suppose that sort of three to four years mark where you see growth but it's it's relatively a little slower and you're sort of questioning am I on the right, right path like I think it's also expectations Sometimes yeah. your expectations are way too high. Like yeah. just because you think it should be this doesn't mean that it is. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then, yeah, like I mean, the pandemic has definitely increased my sales due to people wanting. Yep. Oh, like remarkably, I had to put on new staff. I'm constantly sold out of stock. But now I'm finding that that, that is, I think, going to be a maintained business because mm-hmm. no, I've just, you know, there's so many yeah. new customers that I've acquired. So, yeah. yeah, those lifestyle and leisure brands seem to really benefit from Corona. Yeah. I mean, bike shops, they've sold out of bikes. Yeah. They can't keep up with demand. Yeah, And then absolutely. yoga mats and yeah. other businesses as well yeah. have actually gone the other direction, haven't they? So. Yeah. yeah, I think people are really putting a high priority on wellness um, and moving out of that fast fashion, fast life and coming yep. back to simple means. And even just... Um, you know, having a yoga mat in your house so that you yeah. can just practice any time, yeah. not having to go to a studio. Yeah. And uh, it seems you've got a big philosophy on sustainability and environment and all the rest. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about your personal background? So are you born and bred Surf Coast? Yep, Surf Coast. Um, yeah, I have lived here yeah, my whole life. I lived in Bowen, like I'm from Bowen Heads originally. My parents still live there. and But I've been living here for the last nearly 30 years. Um, yeah, so I think you're our first guest born and bred on the <laughs> surf coast. So. I know the area very well. Um, I've seen a lot of change here yeah, as well, yeah. good yeah. and bad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the the thing about that makes this place even more special are its people. And I've actually employed over the past few years many people that are actually not from here because so many people move to the surf coast. And when you ask those people, the, like the staff at work at Yogi Peace Club, why do you like being here? They say it's because the people. Yeah. So I've got currently I've got a girl that's from Santa Cruz in California, oh. and she's like, 
I just love being here because of the people. I could live anywhere. I could move to Byron. I could move to Queensland. The weather's warmer. But yeah. I choose to be here because of the community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hear a lot of that consistently from, yeah, just people that come to Torquay. Yeah. Yeah, we were discussing just before the podcast, you know, it's a bit of a melting pot, Torquay, the surf coast, Barwon Heads, all the rest of creative minds and mm. creative people, people from the city, people from the country, and people like yourself have been here from day one. What do you think... We're doing really, really well on the surf coast in terms of fostering creativity. Well, it's really great to see that the Shire has picked up on their Buy Inspired campaign. So that's really good yep. to see. Um, I think that there's just been so many people that were either made redundant or there's just a shift in focus with the surf industry here because Quicksilver and Ripco were both founded in Torquay. Mm. Um, but there's been a lot of change over the last 20 years and a lot of those people have been... Um, yeah, like made redundant. So they're such creative people and they've been able to build some really solid brands. And there are just that many brands that are down here um, that like I can reach out to just so many different people on different scales of, um, you know, do you want to collaborate on this? Can we work together on that? And it's just like a talent pool. It's so good, such a great resource. It's not like you're on your own in say a country town where there's only one brand. We've got Mm. like this endless pool of resources down here. Well, there's over a hundred. Yeah. At a small guess. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Well, you can even see that with the Inspired by Surf Coast website. Yeah. And do check it out if you get a chance. I think yeah. it's, is it Inspired? No, it's by Surf but, Coast. Yeah, yeah. Com. And their hashtag is by Inspired. By Inspired. Yeah, so. by Inspired the Surf Coast. So, yeah, it's really yes. good. Yeah. Lots of those little offshoots and even episode one with Natalie Martin. She had six years at Rip Curl. So, we've had quite a few examples like that that... You know, used to work for Rip Curl Quicksilver Mm. and gone on to bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah. So working in retail, uh, your husband with Reef, that gave you the confidence to get out there on your own and start building your own brand? Yeah. The thing, I suppose, with anything is you have to be authentic. So for me, this is never complicated. It's never um, difficult. It's never challenging. It's more just that it's hard work, blood, sweat, tears, determination. So... um, I think whatever anyone chooses to do with, with their career, um, whether or not they're doctors, lawyers, uh, a farmer, whatever, if you love what you do, it just makes it so much easier. And I think as soon as you're not authentic, you are caught out. So yeah. um, this is me through and through. The, the brand completely represents who I am as a person. It's really bright and crazy. <laughs> but like that's, I just love print and I love colour and yeah. energy and... Um, yeah, so the brand really does, if you know me, then you know that it's coming from a place of, of true. Yeah. 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 We've got a lot of people that are pretty hardcore when it comes to entrepreneurship. So if you could chat about your, your business model just briefly. Mm-hmm. So I had a look at your website and it seems you sell mats, you sell yogi wear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other items on there. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to take us through that? Well, you said at yep. the start, the mats are your major. Yeah, they're, they're like the core. The, it's like rib curls, um, wetsuits. Was... 100%. They're my core item. Um, continually sell out and just, I actually don't even, I do update the prints regularly, but I just have these Coca-Cola models that just sell, you know, yeah. consistently. And I think if I sort of try to replace them, then people would be like, Where's that print gone? Um, So it's really good to be at that space now that I have a good understanding of of what my product is. And I think that's one of the keys is that you have to love what you're designing but know that it works. Like 
there's no use in having all this great stuff if you're going to get returns. We honestly, we do not get returns. Like people might change their size, yep. but even that's few and far between. Yep. It's putting out good quality product that people can trust. Yep. They feel supported by the product. They know that it's premium. They know that it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the keys to the business is yeah. like a good customer return rate. Um, yeah. So yeah, things like that. Um, staff like yeah how many staff do you have so just on your team at the moment i've got three part-time girls yeah um another key to the business is keeping overheads low yeah so if you're outsourcing it's not going to work it's going to fall over mm-hmm. so basically the reason the brand looks the way it does is because i do nearly everything yeah i do outsource the things that when i run out of time but like i kind of feel as though if you were to outsource you'd have to have a private investor to, to do that. I've never sought a private investor. I've actually had, yeah, never even had to borrow because I just, wow. that's awesome. smart the way that I yeah. do it. Because I want this business to last. I want there yeah. to be longevity. Yeah. So coming back to that comment I made before about expectations, I think people have these huge expectations of what their brands should be. And just because they love it, they think that it, it's going to be loved by everyone. Yeah. But it's not like that. Yeah. Like I love my stuff so much and I'm so proud of it, but it doesn't mean that it's going to sell. Yep. Yep. Um, so it's lowering your expectations and making sure mm-hmm. that um, you keep your overheads low too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So the three three staff that you have part-time, mm. what sort of roles are they Once doing? again, they're like like me, multitasking. They're yep. doing everything. That's, so they're across the business. Across they the know. business. Yep. And when I get girls I I haven't had any guys my husband does help me though a lot yeah but when I get girls I want them to feel like they are part of it so we talk I don't say my business I say ours like I want them to feel like they're getting something from it that they're almost if they haven't been to uni then this is their a uni course let me teach you yeah all the things that I've learned along the way yeah so um they really feel part of a team and I have been so incredibly blessed with the girls that I've had like they're just amazing yeah. and once again so it's born and bred most of them but just really um yeah just incredibly strong females that have supported me too which makes yeah. like a huge difference knowing you've got yeah. a team like that yeah yeah so what does a what does a typical day look like for you it starts off with checking like just the basics but checking you know first and foremost is me checking emails and facebook messages to make sure my customer service is number one that is packing orders and customer service is we're online business if you can't get back to people straight away then you're not performing so that that's probably my yeah the start of day always includes that and then going through the orders getting them ready to ship um so that's just a a general day um but then we've got like so much going on all the time ideas design um, like marketing concepts, collaborations with different brands. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, it's so, so much fun. It it's sounds really like, good. Sounds like every day is different. It is. Every day is different. It's just, but customer service it would be out the the key to it. And yep. I feel as though when when customers unpack their orders, I want them to feel as though we have really thought about it. So it's all beautifully wrapped. You can feel the love when you yep. open it. Uh-huh. You know. And that's what we want to do. We want people to, the products to make people feel happy. 
Yeah, I, I see that you send, is it recycled Hessian bags or something? That you oh, use? yeah, we do yeah. that. We, yeah. yeah, with the yoga mats, we send out a bag that's printed in Geelong, um, yeah. made of organic cotton. Um, everything's sent in compostable, compostable, compostable packaging. Compostable, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, just do whatever we can, but really take our time to wrap and pack and send everything yeah. with love. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one of your promo videos, I saw you writing a hand, handwritten note to one of your clients. Yeah, well, is that I like don't a... have time anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was like we used to do a handwritten note and now it's like yeah. we just don't have the time. It's not practical. It's not yeah. practical. And it was the one thing, I actually tested it out with a few people, just asked, you know, what would you take off? I'm time poor. And they said, maybe that don't write the note. I wouldn't expect oh, yeah. that. Yeah. So, oh, wow. yeah, I, and maybe you're going over and beyond. And yeah. I thought, well, yes, that's the one thing that yeah. we will. I think it's better that the presentation is is there. But online businesses, if you're not doing that, I don't think you're in the game. Yeah. I just get so disappointed when I receive an online order and I think this is just shoved in a plastic bag. There's no yeah. love. They couldn't give a rat's about yep. the experience. Um, I've sat down at a computer. I've thought about what I'm buying. I'm not in a shop. Yeah. So, yeah. Give me that experience, like, and if you're not on that program, I don't think you can have a successful online yep. e-com business. Yeah, right. So that's there's, there's no retail store, no retail shop front. No, not at this stage. We've done lots and lots of pop-ups. Um, every year we do a couple of pop-ups, but going forward, I think we're going to move out of the wholesale model um, just to protect margin and um, the currency, shipping, everything's just like there's just not the margin there. Yeah. So online is definitely where we're kind of heading. Definitely um, a lot more sustainable that way, isn't it? I mean, yeah. if the economy shuts down at 100%. least, you don't have to shut down warehouses and yeah, let go employees and other things. It comes so. back to the overheads as well. It's like protect that and then you've got a business that's got longevity. Yeah. So you use contract manufacturing? Uh, yeah. Okay. So we just, yeah. we're, I mean, it's taken a long time to get our supplies. Um, yeah. But I actually had contacts through with, you know, with Reef because they're, it's yeah. rubber product. So yeah, I yeah. already knew about rubber and I knew yeah. about how rubber works yeah. through the thongs. <laughs> yeah. So funny that it's, I've you know, done uh, yoga mats, but um, PVC is one of the most toxic chemicals in the world. Mm-hmm. Like Greenpeace are trying to ban it. It's one of those chemicals that's dual like effects are just so bad. So when, in man- when the um, factories are manufacturing, the... The fumes are carcinogenic for the workers. Yep. It never decomposes. It stays mm-hmm. in our atmosphere because it, it's one of the ones that breaks down into the um, microplastics. Mm-hmm. So PVCs are in, for example, um, hard plastics. So, yeah, like toys. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So when you've got a hard, like PVC in its natural form, and a lot of yoga mats are PVC, it's the cheapest. And it's actually yep. really quite good. Yep. It really works well for yoga yeah. mats. What was that thing with sweat, wasn't there? They're kind of easy for to get sweat off if there's PVC. Uh, yeah, they're kind. Well, they're kind of. It's more that they're quite grippy. Grippy. Because okay. it's quite sticky. Yeah. But so PVC is hard in its natural form. If you want to soften it, you have to add another um, compound to it called phthalates, and phthalates are so bad for you. Yeah. Um, they're just doing a lot more research on the effects on women too. If you ha- use things that have got phthalates added to them, a lot of you'll see now makeup don't include phthalates because the compound in phthalates mimics estrogen so if you've got a mat 
So it's made of PVC, but to soften the PVC, they add phthalates, and then you're laying on that. That's just not good. Yeah. Like you're in direct contact. Yeah. And so they recommend that even for babies not to be on. Really. Yeah. Because yep. it's 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 got a um yeah the chemical is a compound that mimics estrogen. Yeah. So if if women in contact with that, it's not good. Yeah. We've got a bit of information yeah. about this on our website. So, and I learned a lot of this at Reef. Mm-hmm. So, it's a sort of basic stuff. Like I don't know, understand the deeper chemistry, but we would often have seminars at Reef about okay. what PVC does and how it's so harmful for the environment. So number one, as soon as I started doing the mats, I'm like, I have to find a mat that's PVC free. Yep. So we started with that, which was a um, just the mat with the the print on top. And then the print on top was made of um, like a microfiber. And I was like, no, that's still going to break down and potentially could be a a microplastic. So we started working with the factory on finding a recycled way that we could do it. So now the mats are not only PVC free on the base, but the top is made of a microfiber that's made from um, recycled plastic. So we're just, you know, it takes time though. Yeah. Yeah. You know? one of the other things is cost. It goes. Imagine the cost of manufacturing goes up. Hundred percent. Even PVC, though you're building a better quality product, it's yeah. better for the environment. Costs go up, don't yeah. they? Yeah. PVC is really cheap. Yeah. It's so cheap. So that's like the cheap thongs at the supermarket. Yeah. They're PVC plastic. It's like putting petrol in your car. It's the cheapest. Yeah. yeah. There's no other Absolutely. real viable alternative at the yeah. moment. Yeah. It definitely does take time. Um, but I was talking to um, our um, carbon neutral, who we donate our. Um, Profits go to go to them. So with the sustainable planting of trees, and I think brands, it's a fine line with this whole concept of greenwashing as well. Like I would never want to say that we're completely eco because we're selling things. Like we're still a consumer-based yeah. business, so you yeah. can't just sort of say, look at our eco products, um, because at the same time it needs to be eco. It needs to work, so people are not just going to throw it away. Yeah. And then I think you need to then offset with whatever you're doing by donating. You know, for example, planting trees. Yeah. But doing all that, that's great. But I would never want anyone to think that oh, just because I'm doing that, I'm trying to, you know, yeah. sell you more yeah. because it's eco. Yeah. I'm doing it because this is what I think is it's right. It's good for the environment. Yeah. 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 Not to sell more products. Not to sell so. more product. And I think that there is a bit of a, a fine line. And the other thing I think that is happening with Instagram too is, you know, with diversity as well, like making sure that you you know, are careful about who you put in the pro- in your products and make sure that you've got diversity yeah. as well. Um, but it can never be forced. Yeah. Yeah. It has to just happen yeah. organically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has to be part of your values, I guess, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Is, I've actually read a, a book recently called Let My People Go Surfing by the founder of Patagonia. Oh, yeah. And there's actually a lot of similarities. Yeah, Have you right. read that book? No. And his philosophy is like, it's very similar to really? your philosophy. So oh. I was wondering if he had had an influence on your business no. values. No. <laughs> I will have to read that though. Or maybe it had an influence on Reef and Reef. And... Well, Reef's always had a pretty eco ethos, actually. The founders, Argentinian brothers, yeah, they definitely have always had, yeah. And I won't say competitors' names, but competitors that make lots of rubber thongs in Australia. Yeah. Um, they are made of PVC plastic, the straps are. It's yep. like, but, you know, I, I don't know. Sometimes people, I mean, we talk about this a lot. Sometimes people don't value eco things either. Yeah. They just like it because it looks cool. It's yeah. the bottom line. Yeah. Profit so margin. And it's totally, it's just that finding that balance. Yep. Like. Well, yeah, Patagonia is always big on 
not throwing stuff away. Mm. Same thing. They don't get many products back. Um, they get people to send in stuff after 10 to 15 years and they'll still fix it. Yeah, so there's lifetime guarantees, things like yeah. that. There's materials made of recycled plastic bottles, which yeah. is the same for your some of your yoga work yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah, and the clothing. Yeah, we've just yeah. launched a collection. That's, and it's not made from recycled plastic bottles. It's made from post-consumer plastic. Okay. Which is even better. Yeah. So they cost a bomb though. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sort of losing a bit of margin there, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. Because I mean that's the thing, eco stuff is just it's nearly twice the price. Yeah. Do you build that into the cost of your products? Yeah, I do. On that one, I didn't though. I kept the margin. I lost margin. Yeah. But kept the price point. But just thought it's important to have that option for people as well, just to have that and I'd rather just lose lose the margin and make sure that everyone can afford them. Yeah. Um they probably should be twice the price, but yeah. But yeah, they'll be too expensive. And you're selling products all over Australia? All over Australia. Usually I sell globally and I've yep. got a huge following in Europe and the US. Uh-huh. But we're not selling there at the moment just due to shipping and shipping prices have gone through the roof. Oh, yeah. Like it's real expensive to send a yoga. Since mat. Corona? Yeah. 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 And it's really slow. Just, I guess, just to, due to a limited supply of ships? Um, yes, it's more air freight. Yeah. Air freight, yeah. I, I guess. It's air. The demand for shipping has just gone through the roof. Yeah, so yeah. But even sea no freight's freight. slow. The ports are very slow. So everything's just, yeah. yeah and you can okay. see when you're going to, like, I haven't been to Geelong, but people are saying that they're going to town and there's nothing on the shelves. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. affecting everyone. Similar to the supermarkets and things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it sounds like an adventure, that's for sure. Do you have any, this is one of my favourite questions actually on the podcast, do you have any favourite little apps or yep. bits of software that you use to manage your day? Yeah, so, well, we use Shopify, which I think everyone uses that platform now. So your whole business is Shopify yep. at the back end? Yes, yep. yep. Um, we use Australia Post for our shipping. We use for our apps, every day we use Over, which is my absolute favourite. I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> and with the girls at work for me, they're like, okay, are you getting commission here? But <laughs> I find that that's my favourite app. I Over. absolutely love it. Yeah. What, yeah. what is that exactly? Um, so I use that for all my socials. I can I use it for my website as well. Um, it's just a really, really easy app to use. And I can like do... you can just schedule posts and things like no, that? No, or... it's more about creating content. Yep. Yeah. I've never really heard good. of that. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Well, check that out. It's really, really good. It's my absolute favourite. Um, We're building the podcast with lots and lots of content. I think that's why it's been po- so popular to date. So I'm going to check that out for sure. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I pay for the for, for it because it's yep. that good. So yep. that if you're starting out and you yeah. want a yeah. new app, that would be the one I'd go to. Um, we also buy filters for our some of our photos we use photographers all the time Mm -hmm. that's probably one of my biggest expenses to the business is photographers but i think photos are key for any business especially with social media especially a platform like instagram absolutely we do a lot of our own content and edit ourselves but then we campaign shoot oh maybe 12 times a year at least yeah yeah Yeah. got one in byron bay next week we did one yesterday with um a local girl from called In The Flow, a yoga mm-hmm. photographer. Um, oh, yes, yeah, is, um, is that Brittany? Brit, yeah. Yeah, Brit yep. March. Yeah, yep. and I've then seen some of her stuff. It's her, amazing. She's amazing. Um, we do stuff over in Phillip Island consistently as well. We've got a bunch of girls over there. Yeah. Got, like, just, like, girls that, I mean, we're kind of at the point now, we don't even pay people. They're just, like, we want to be part of it. Yeah. Um, yep. 
and that I suppose I'd like to come back to just one other point that I probably missed at the start the name because it's quite a unique name yeah. and the whole thing about the name is I want people to feel part of it part of something yeah. um, so it's it is a club like we want people to join it and be part of I mean it probably comes back from me working at Roxy I worked at Roxy before it was Roxy it was Quicksilver Women's like right at the start you know year 1999 2000 <laughs> a long time ago it's 20 years ago um, and Roxy had that philosophy when you wore Roxy you felt as though you were part of yeah. the yeah. surf community yeah. and that's what we're trying to do with Yogi Peace Club is make people feel as though when they wear it that they are part of it yeah yeah so yeah so girls are like it's fun yeah yeah it's um it was similar to mark clatworthy from ocean grind he wanted to build a community on top of his cafe yeah and make people feel a part of something yeah same same as us with the podcast i mean surf coast creatives <laughs> we want people to be about a part of something so. yeah absolutely and they will be because it's you're pulling all these people together yeah it's such a good resource but we're curating yeah, <laughs> it's so good. Curation of creatives. Yeah. We, we come up with a Corona Coaster. <laughs> Natalie came up with that, episode yeah. one. And then Keeping People Caffeinated Through Corona, that was episode. Oh, I love it. Yeah, so <laughs> now we're curating on the coast. So. Yeah, that's great. But yeah, busy life. So health and fitness. Mm. Obviously yoga, it's a big part of your life. Yeah, I miss it so much. I, I, was just, I did a post yesterday. I just feel like not getting in the studio is starting to really impact me, like yeah. really bad. Uh, so your studio's been shut for six months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The best part of. Yeah, yeah. and a home practice is just not cutting it right now. <laughs> yeah. Like they're still, they're great. Like they, yeah. all the studios are doing an amazing job, but yeah. I just I just can't wait to get back with some of my teachers and, and be back on the mat in class. Yeah. Once what, again, the community. Yeah. What's your favourite practice, like yoga practice? Vinyasa, a flow. Yeah. Like... Just love it. And that's what I would teach at yoga. Yep. Um, but I actually had a really serious... Oh, last year I had a shocking year. I had Ross River Fever, which oh, is from yeah. down here, yeah. um, that, which people can get through mosquitoes. And I also had a really serious back injury. So last year was just such a doozy for me. Yeah. I had surgery on my back and then Ross River. And, yeah, so my yoga practice was interrupted and I set the intention January, you know, January 1 of 2020. I just yeah. can't wait to get my practice happening and yeah doesn't mean much for it <laughs> so you touched on setting some goals there you didn't say setting goals but you know planning mm. for the for the year ahead is that a big part of what you do setting big goals or no no nope. well, you, you've talked about <laughs> expectations and yeah no don't have goals i have to say i'm very similar focus yeah. more on sort of getting stuff done rather 100%. than yeah I wouldn't setting wanna, big goals i wouldn't even want to waste my time on setting goals i'd rather just be well I'm a very big fan of Eckhart Tolle, who is oh, yeah. a you know, like spiritual leader, philosopher, um, and just power of now. Power That's of now, yeah. where I operate. I'm in the power of now. That's yeah. what I do. I don't think about... I do think about the future. I have no expectations where Yogi Peace Club will be. Uh-huh. It doesn't really worry me, to be honest. Yep. I don't I don't care as long as I'm loving what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, doesn't worry me. So it's just about maximising every minute? Yeah. Every hour of every 100%. day? 100% like just living and being in it and being excited for today i'm getting my new collection it's like yay i wonder how it'll go but don't sort of think like because i think the other thing too with an online business is you think okay new collection awesome let's put online it'll sell it doesn't doesn't. doesn't work like that (laughs) at all it takes a long time so 
so yeah. much planning and also today when I launch you know the orders will come in but it's not like I'm gonna sell out straight away particularly yeah. on a new product it takes repetitive repetitive marketing yeah. and time and I think that there's a lot more time involved in an e-com purchase as opposed to an instant buy in a shop yeah. people come back to the website look at it yeah. maybe ten yeah. times and then they'll purchase yeah. well foot traffic in a shop is so different to foot traffic on a website, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's so hard different. to get people to come back to your website. Yeah, yeah. Or to even stop them bouncing off your website. Yeah, 100%. After less than a minute, two yeah. minutes. So yeah. You need to be showing showing up maybe, you know, I think, I don't know exactly the numbers, but it's like seven to eight times you need to show and then they eventually will purchase. It's not like, and I watch my website, I'll be like, oh, my God, okay, there's 20 people online, there's three active cards. Oh, 20 people have gone and there's no active carts. Yep. And five minutes later, like you could, I could be thinking, oh well, yeah, I'm gonna have three orders, but yeah, yeah, in that in that moment, but that doesn't happen. They come in, they check, they put yeah. their add to cart, and then they leave, and then they might come back. Yeah, um, people go looking for their purse to get the credit card and get, get distracted. Kids have to change be picked their up mind. at school and you forget and yeah, or have a, a moment of doubt. Yeah, maybe I don't need it. I won't buy it. Actually, that's one of the big reasons Amazon introduced the one-click buy because mm-hmm. they realised that people were putting stuff into a cart and forgetting it. Yeah. So they introduced one-click, which is, I don't know if it's ethical, but mm. I personally like it for buying books and stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they have made it a lot easier, like Shopify payments now. It's like you don't even really get a chance to think about <laughs> it. It's like you just press a button and it's done. Yep. You don't even have to enter your address anymore. Right. So, so you do that later after you've... No, because once you've bought once, I think, on oh, yeah. so say, any Shopify website and there's like... Oh, yeah, puts it in, da- in a big database. Yeah, and... so all of a sudden Shopify payments, you just click it and you bought yeah, it. Right. So similar to PayPal. Yeah, I get a lot of people going, but I didn't get to take a discount code or I didn't... It's like, oh, they ran out of time, but I always give them their discount. <laughs> <laughs> I give it back to them. Yeah. If I can digress back into your business just for one second, it seems that... Social media is a big driver for your mm. business and getting the word out there. Yeah. Amazing imagery, uh, models, for professional photographers. Mm. Uh, what about email and mm. subscriber list? Huge. We spend so much time on it. I think we send we'll probably send too many EDMs out, but <laughs> I just we, every time we send one out, there's revenue generated. So yeah. um, it's it's um, yeah, it's worth the time Key and effort. To what you do. Absolutely, and yep. premium. We we spend time on them. I see yeah. EDMs come out from competitors, and I just think, oh my god, you've just yep. slapped this together. We really think about it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, subscribe to our emails, and then you'll see what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> we really put a lot of effort in, um, and then we we blog all the time. Yep. So we blog, and we link our EDMs through our blog, and then that is then reinforced through um, social media. Yeah. You make a conscious effort to, is that you blogging or your? Both. I've got a couple of girls. Yeah. Yeah. So if we've got, um, well, last, last week we, we had a feature week. We had two feature weeks recently. We had grounding week and then last week we had happy week. So grounding week was all about how to stay grounded during this time. So we provided meditation guide. Um, my dad's a psychologist, so we spoke to him about techniques um, for anxiety. So when we do something like that, we write a blog, we feature the blog on our um, Instagram bio, so people can easily go on and, and read that through the, through the bio. So it's like it's you got to link the whole picture. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, and then the whole week on Instagram was the colours of grounded. So if you sort of look at the snapshot of that section of the week, it's got this sort of more natural colour palette. Next week was happy week. So I was like, okay, how, what can we do? So we did like a yoga flow that makes you feel happy, how to cultivate happiness within your practice. Yeah. Um, we went down to the beach, we took photos, oh, cool. interviewed yoga teachers. We um, collaborated with a, a pokey me bowls in Geelong, oh, yeah. make beautiful pokey bowls with a recipe and talk yeah. to her about, yeah, you know, it, it can't just sort of be a one dimensional, okay, we'll give this a go. It all yeah. has to intertwine. Um, so it takes a lot of planning. Yeah. yeah. So it um, sounds like it's very deliberate. It's not, you know, yeah, 100%. wake up, have a coffee, scratch your head and nah. send out a post. It's yeah. really deliberate. There's a lot of planning. Heaps. Probably too much. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that I think it's key for the brand to look, you know, it looks cohesive. Is that part, that part of your personality to be sort of... Yes, definitely. Obsessive? Yep, 100%. And perfectionist sort of... Yep. I'm not a perfectionist in terms of... Um, I won't do it unless it's perfect because I think that's a that's a flaw if you but I'm like I like things I'm probably my thing is symmetry and making sure that everything's sort of in line and it's all looking coming from the the same place perfection I not really too caught up in that it's more about doing things with love yeah yeah, from the heart. From passion. <laughs> yeah. It's a cliche. It sounds like a cliche, doesn't it? But it has to be right. It has to sit right with you, doesn't it? Yeah, everything. Yeah, and it, sometimes it just does not feel right. You're just like, nah, there's no way I'm doing that. Yeah. 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 And then it's... other times you go on a whim and think, I'll give this a go, and it's often 50-50. But I think when you know, like you know. Yeah, yeah. And everything that I have known has worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so far. <laughs> That's good. But the 50-50 stuff, it often does go a bit 50-50. A lot, Lola like, Berry spoke about that a lot in episode four. Oh, we it's work be, with her a bit too. We Lola. have. Yeah. yeah. Recent recruit to the surf coast. Yes. Hope yep. you get to keep her. Hope yeah, she... she's great, isn't she? Yeah. She's, and she teaches at Yoke as well. Oh, she, yeah, yeah, she does too. I forget that she's a yeah. qualified yogi teacher as well, yeah. in amongst everything else she does. Yeah. But yeah, so it's got to be a sit right with you. And we talk about you know, building these brands and campaigns and things and doing new product promotions. It can all get a bit much sometimes. Mm. How do you go on the bad days, the really, really bad days? Do you ever feel like just packing it in and going back to Reef or Roxy or places like that? Never. No, never, ever. Just go, oh, whatever. There's many days that I've said someone would have given up today. So many times that's happened, I go, yep. If there was someone else in my shoes right now, they would have given up. And there's yeah. been heaps of those moments. Yeah. Like horrible things and financial things as well where I've stuffed up. Yeah. Like, you know, or if the product hasn't been right, I've had to get returns or yeah. like because I just don't want to send it out, it's not up to scratch. You know, like, well, I just lost all that money. Or like importing takes time to learn. You got to yeah. learn. I had to learn how to do that. I had no idea. It's a whole other language. And if you put yeah. the wrong code everything can be stuffed and so I did that one day and lost about five grand just like that (laughs) yeah because I put the wrong thing when you're dealing with international I was doing a lot of international um see this is the thing at the start the business just was I was swamped with all these major like I had this huge uh label in the UK who's like the iconic take yogi peace club they wanted their orders shipped and holy moly that was a huge a huge deal (laughs) to get the, the mats there and for it to be, you know, stipulate to their... So stuff like that, and you can get yeah. it wrong. 
Do you, is that something you do as well? So you got Shopify at the back end. Do you partner up with websites like the Iconic? Haven't other? yet. I've been yeah. speaking to them, but at the same time, I'm not sure. Like I feel like just keep doing what I'm doing because my problem is demand. I've got to. I'm not. Can't even fill my orders. So yeah. Yeah. it's probably something. And then, like, I talked to my accountant. He's like, well, it's a fine line. Do you want to, you know, invest more financially yeah. or do you just want to keep maintaining status quo? And for me, I am a risk taker, but I, I don't want to put too much pressure on myself or my family. Yeah. So yeah. I just think, this, this, as I mentioned at the start, it's a slowly, slowly model. Yeah. Not trying to take over the world. Just do it as we go. Yeah. Um, we want to be here for the long run. Yeah. You know? Well, that was always Patagonia's mission too, it was slow and sustainable. So. Ah, there you go. I need to get that That's book. why they, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't read it. It's no. like you're reading from the page. <laughs> oh, good. But I need to be have that reinforced because sometimes yeah. I think, am I doing the right thing? I yeah. mean, I actually do that every day. Yeah. Is this yeah. the right thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the big advice for the bad days, just to go back to your values, why are you doing it, go back to your why. Yeah, and also and just to be like, coming back to that point that I said, um, a lot of people would give it up today. That's empowering to me because I think yeah. I didn't. I yeah. didn't give up. Yeah. I yeah. persevered. But it is perseverance. Yeah. It is. Just makes you stronger. And that yeah. kind of alludes. Learn. Yeah. Learn. learn that in time. It sounds like you're quite a resilient person either way, even if you weren't running a business. So Yeah. Which kind of alludes to my next question. Who yes. inspires you? Sort of um, who inspires you in business and then life? Okay. Well, in life. <laughs> I I actually when I yeah I don't really have an answer to this because I'm inspired by people I just meet come in contact with just the everyday like I'm not really looking to I mean I love Barack Obama and Michelle yeah. Obama and there's so many amazing people that I could aspire to but I'm inspired by the people I'm around people yeah. I'm with every day I look at people and think wow that's yeah. awesome you did yeah. that or you know like the people I'm working with, the girls I work with, um, that, that, that's what inspires me. I think um, that's a common common answer for people on the surf coast, like creatives. They mm. get inspired from who they're talking to or they bump into yeah. and then they'll hear their story and then all of a sudden they're like, I'm in, you know, ready to roll. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that that's where I'm at because yeah. there is so many people and I – Instagram is great for that because you can see what everyone's doing. It's like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. I can't believe they've done that. Yeah, yep. Yeah, so. Yeah, it's and then, the positive aspects of social media, isn't it? Yes, it is. Just to see we keep up to date with other people's stories. Yeah, Especially in your local community too. Yeah, local community is what inspires me for sure. Um, and then uh, Eckhart Tolle. I mean, he's just, he's my go-to, particularly during this time. Constantly listening to him. I... Yeah, I need someone like him in my life that I can listen to on a podcast and hear his voice and have that just, yeah, that information that is so simple just fed to me. I really love that. So I've got all of his books and I just come back to them and read them. My dad inspires me too, being a psychologist, because he's very calm (laughs) and is very, yeah, just gives very insightful advice. Yeah, Yeah, it's brilliant to have... Your dad there as a psychologist to mm. just to calm the farm. Yeah, <laughs> particularly with teenage son. It's like, oh my God. How many kids do you have? I've got two children. Two yeah. kids? Yeah. So like teenage what, years? Yeah, yeah. My son Taz, he is 13 and my daughter is 
chatting nine. So, has yeah. your um, entrepreneurial flair rubbed off on your kids? I think so. I'm constantly just talking to them about working. <laughs> like, get a job. I'm not just going to give you money. And that's what I've always done. Everything. I bought a house when I was 20. I yeah. renovated it. Like, I've just yeah. I was sort of just always wanting to do it on my own. Yeah. And um, so independent. Yeah, very. But also I know how to ask for help as well. Yeah, I am pretty good at doing that actually. Yeah, I'm good at asking for help. Yeah, yeah. Because you can't, if you're going to build a business, you you have to ask for help, don't you? Mm. You can't be an island. No, definitely not. But I've got a problem I feel guilty asking for help, which I need to drop that. (laughs) That's one thing I am. I always feel guilty. Oh, I'm not doing this enough. I'm not doing that enough. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of, I guess the guilt comes from like being vulnerable. Yeah, yeah like, which is a good yeah, it's a good quality, yeah. isn't it? Vulnerability. Another good piece of advice for our listeners, and very conscious of our time and the fact that you have to leave pretty pretty soon. But we always have a question about um, creativity and nature versus nurture. Do you think creativity is nature or something that can be taught? Uh, I I think it's got to come from an authentic place. That would just I mean I don't think oh you can teach it, but um, and it can come over time as you grow as a person, but I think innately it's got to be within you. Yeah. Uh, Can't be sort of beaten into someone. No, definitely Can't be not. drilled in. No. It's got to be sort of there and then you yeah. maybe help foster it. Yeah, 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 for sure. You've just got to, yeah, there has to be some innate ability to be creative. Yeah. Um, it's like asking me, would I be an accountant? I couldn't yeah. do that. I'm not good with numbers. I mean, I'm okay with numbers. I can run a business, but I'm not, you know, I can't do hard numbers. Like, I just like, oh, I think, it, yeah. I mean, most artists that come, it's innate, isn't it? Like any, not saying I'm an artist, but I do yep. do a lot of the design. Yeah. Like the artwork for the designs. Yeah. So yeah, I think it has to. You have to be able to do it. Yeah, there's a lot of creativity in building a business. So mm. that's definitely we don't leave the creativity question for artists. We. Um, Ask that question on every episode with every guest, so yeah, it's an um, interesting way to put it. Yeah, I def- definitely agree. You can't be drilled into someone. No, it's not there. Some people not. enjoy doing mathematical equations. Yeah, right? totally. <laughs> but even yeah. in that, there can be creativity. So yeah. Um, number one piece of advice for those we a lot of our listeners are you know making that leap from maybe part-time income hobbyist to full-time in, full-time mm. freelancer creative. Yeah. What's your number one piece of advice for those people? Um, never get up, give up, even on the hard days. Like, I just, there's, yeah, there are, there's probably in the start of the business from year one to year three, there's more hard days than there are good days. So you'll question yourself every day, why am I doing this? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I've found from, yeah, year four to now, it's become less, I'm asking that question much less. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, if you believe in what you're doing, you have to just keep going. Yep. Never, never stop. Um, even if it means getting a part-time job, if you believe in it, it'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. So just stick to your business idea, stick, stick to your to model, it. keep tweaking where you need to. Yeah. Believe in whatever your vision is uh-huh. and modify. And like you said, listen and yep. collaborate and, you know, work with others, ask for help if you need it. But yeah, if it's not coming from within you, it's, like when you're starting your own business, you can't think that someone else is going to do this for you. Yeah. yeah. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So many people go, I'm starting a brand. 
what do I need to do? It's like, well, number one, have you registered your business? Number two, are you going to go for trademarks? Are you going to trademark your business? Uh-huh. People are like, well, what's a trademark and what's a business name? I'm like, huge distinction between the two. Yeah. So if you're going to be serious about this, that's step one, step two. Yep. And then from there, then you can sort of start to work out what you're doing. But without that, you've got nothing. Yeah. So it's that commitment thing, taking that yeah. big first step of commitment. Yeah. 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 And, uh, we're, <laughs> I feel like we can keep chatting. Yeah. I feel like it could be a part two with all the ins and outs of business, given your experience yeah. as oh, businesswoman and manager. So, uh, where can we keep, keep? Where can we go to keep following your story? And um, yep. So social media on Instagram, um, Yogi Peace Club, uh, the website yogipeaceclub.com. Um, and like I said, we have got lots of informative blogs that we come up with every week, yep. where we include recipes, yoga. So. I've always had yoga teachers working for me as well. So we often just will sit down and brainstorm about like, okay, let's do a flow. So then we'll do a flow and put it up on. So it's like a lot of free yoga as well. Yeah, cool. Oh, the other thing that we have that's really popular is on our bio, we have like a little um, spot where people can go in and they can get a free download where they get a free hand-drawn yoga sequence from one of my friends who is a beautiful artist. Oh, cool. yeah, that's that's a really good thing that people can get. And um, yeah, for your follow for your followers, I'd love to offer a, a discount code as well. Oh, nice. So um, I haven't actually put this in yet. So, but I will by the time this podcast goes yeah. live. So it's Creative Twenty. <laughs> creative Twenty. Yeah, and they'll get twenty percent off um, anything. Oh, lovely. Yeah, and we free ship. Um, I think my. Is that FedEx? <laughs> no, it's not. It's the product as we speak. Yeah. Um, um, we um, same day deliver in Torquay on the surf coast. So and it's free delivery as well. Wow. Yeah, we have a special. We actually have a special discount code for anyone. It's three dollars two eight. So they they get free shipping if it's under fifty dollars. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Thank Jess you. is off ordering already. Yeah. Getting ahead of the pack. <laughs> so creative twenty and get yourself twenty percent off. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Emma, thanks very much for your time today. No worries. Really appreciate it. No, it's a busy day for you. The product launch. Lots of wisdom there. I think we only scratched the surface, but great chatting with you today. Yeah. Well, so. and congratulations on you guys starting this. It's really what the surf coast is needed so i'm really excited to be part of it yeah thank you it's a privilege to bring everyone's stories to life so yeah yeah cool. thank you can't wait I'll... to watch your journey <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're evolving and changing so where can people go to watch our journey jess so we're on facebook and instagram as well surf coast creatives all one word and then it's surfcoastcreatives.com for the website and you can find all the previous podcasts there as well so just make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on um, podcasts coming out. Yeah, and be sure to check out our resources page as well. So surfcoastcreatives.com slash resources. That's every app and bit of software that you use. And over, I think we're going to add yeah. soon. So yeah, over's great. <laughs> watch out for that. And yeah, the blog section of the website is growing. So if you want to be a guest blogger on, this, on the website too, let us know. We're looking for some guest bloggers to get their name and brand out there. So let us know. Emma, thanks again for your time today. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Cheers. Okay, bye.